short uh so pay attention can you afford uh everyday conversation decision making breakdown point of views of course he say she say see how we play real life issues hit the replay debate in politics what sport you profit with today's world news food for thought so come get a plate pull up All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you all to a very special episode of the Day Late Dollar Show podcast. We are happy to be back live, recorded, video, however you listen to us. We appreciate it. Uh, as, as always, I'm your host, Martin. I have my partner, Marlon, with me. And I'm skipping right over him because I'm super excited. We got a guest <laughs> with us. I'm going to give you a chance, Marlon, bro. You ain't going nowhere. But That's we fine. have the, the talented and amazing hometown hero, Mr. Delvin Bro Senior. Sir, welcome to the podcast. We're, we're super excited to have you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jenna, for having me, man. Not a problem, man. So uh, jumping right into it, you know, we we are pretty familiar with your story growing up in the city, you know, McDonald 35, LSU, Connect CFL, and then finally making it to the Saints. You know, you know, that's kind of like the dream for anybody that plays football. You get to play for your hometown team. That's a big yep. deal. And, you know, it, it's, we've had different conversations and I think it's been reported a number of different times where, you know, you talked about the neck injury and breaking your neck and different things like that and the recovery coming from that. Because if I'm correct, and you know, you really didn't get a chance to play at LSU at all. Yeah, you're right, man. Not, not one foot on the field, man. And that's, and that's crazy to me. But, you know, at the same, it, it's one of those things like they got to protect themselves as a business because let's be real, college football is a business. And mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, you're trying to heal and come back and show that you're still the player and the athlete that you know you are. Mm-hmm. Um, All-star. Oh, yeah, man. Look, <laughs> look, look, look. I'm, look, I'm going to hype you up, bro, because I remember, you know, just sitting watching you playing, and I'm like, man, why this man not on the team right now? We need quarterback help mm-hmm. so bad, you know. But, you know, that's – that's they, they don't pay me enough to make those decisions yet. So, and yeah, I man. knew I knew he was an athlete too because I ran track with him and his brother. Yeah. I don't remember that because you ran for Joe Brown yeah, and I yeah. ran for, I ran for MTC. MTC, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I ran against your brother you in the four hundred. You know, uh, he know ran. You know, yeah, 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 he uh he burnt me. You know, got that his death. I knew it wasn't meant to be, but hey, hey you know, hey my hey my brother was the track star, now, you know. Hey, he went to old he was old Miss. Played football. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's big here, bro. Hey, man, that's that's beautiful. You know, I, I wasn't built for track, so. Uh, <laughs> hey, they had shot put javelin. Come on, man. Hey, you know what? I'll say this. Field, yes. Field, yes. Field, <laughs> all day on the field. The running part, nah. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. The way the Lord broke that mold when he made me, it was like, you wasn't going to be fast for very long. So we didn't have <laughs> So, man, the first thing I want to jump into, and this is kind of what we're all experiencing, is dealing with COVID, dealing with this coronavirus. And I don't think it's, I don't think there's one person that hasn't touched in one way or another, whether it's, you know, you know, through your family, through your health, financially, different things like that. And there was a story on WWL that came out where they discussed with you and discussed, you know, all the things you were going through. And... I think a lot of times, especially when you come from a city like New Orleans, when you see somebody make it, 
you know, when it's a smaller city, because New Orleans is a big city, but it's still a small city. Absolutely. And, you know, when you see somebody that makes it, you think they made it. Mm -hmm. Like they good. Like they'll never not be not be good again. So, mm -hmm. you know, and in the story you discuss, you know, you were dealing with possible evictions. You were dealing with, you know, paying bills. You were dealing with everything that everybody else in, the, in America that we're dealing with. And, Absolutely. you know, when, how do you feel about like the perception of that when it comes to, you know, I'm a pro athlete. I've, I've reached that level, like the highest level I can reach when it comes to what I do. And it's like, now I'm back here. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, first, first you just take it one day at a time, man. Um, you know, you, you, you have the, the opportunity, you know, to, 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 to make it, man, and get workouts. And when you do your workouts, man, you got you to gotta dominate. So, you know, just giving an opportunity by Coach Payton and Mickey Loomis for, you know, br even bringing me in, man, you know, mm -hmm. consider bringing me in, man, and being, you know, play, playing well and being at the top. You know, a lot of people don't expect you to fail. Right. You know, a lot of people don't expect you to fail, man. And like I said, COVID-19, nobody was preparing for that. Nobody knew this was going to be so traumatic, man. And then the CFL season, you know, that's what kind of put made me get on the um, WWL and talk about it. Right. Because CFL was kind of prolonging the situation as far as us getting paid. If I'd have got paid in, in, in May and uh, June, man, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have done the, I wouldn't even done the damn uh, the interview. Right. But. But, but the circumstances, you know, it, it was different, right? So I, I lived it, man. I was in this motherfucker. I, I got a um, I got an eviction notice, man. And I was, I was like, damn. I said, how could y'all be evicting people in in, in COVID nineteen and stopping right. everybody, stopping work shortages? Look, bro, I'm out there looking for jobs, dog. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got child support to pay, spouses to pay, so I got I got bills and shit to pay, man. So they they talking about eviction. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's a whole nother damn demon, bro. So. Right. It's like, you know, I, I don't mind talking about it because I know a lot of people out here, man, you know, especially in New Orleans, man, I, I, I know where I come from, man, you know, that, that are struggling, man, and mm -hmm. to, they don't have that platform to speak. Right. So, so, so I, I'm glad I was able to do it, man, and, and, and brought some awareness, man. Shit, I got rent paid for the next two months, you know, through through my guardian angels, man. You know, everybody awesome. who in and helped me, man. You know, I, I'm not struggling, man. I'm, 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 look, and then think about it. That happened. And look, the CFL and came through, you know, I'm, man, listen to me, man. I'm blessed now, man. You know, and, and I'm, I'm looking to bless others, man, just because of, you know, the help and support and the love I got from from people from all over, man, when I was going through it. So, um, so yeah, man, I had to speak on it because a lot of people, you know, don't don't get that opportunity to to get on the news and talk. They, they don't right. get that chance, man. And I had to speak for us, but I had to. You know what I'm saying? I had to go out there and, 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 and cry foul because that's wrong, man. I, I don't think that's right, bro. No, I, so I, I absolutely I, I, agree. I spoke up for what I believed in, man. Like, I don't think that was right. Like, nah, that's what it should have been. You know, you're looking at it now, and I know I was in the same position because I, I went, I had it, I, I went down March, like March 14, 15. I was done. Like, I didn't work at all until June. And then, you know, I got my townhouse, I got child support. You know, I look, I'm sitting there with you. You saying that, it's like, I'm, I'm here with you, bro. Like, I feel all of it. And I'm sitting here like, man, you know, what am I going to do? And then I'm laid up for a month with COVID. Damn. Yeah, so I, like, I couldn't. Bro, I mean, yeah, no, it was a blessing. Like, I went to the hospital, I got turned away. It was like, your fever not high enough. You got to go home. I was, like, I was like, I can't breathe, though. Like, I can't breathe. Like, I feel like, like, hey, y'all, you know, we all, we all play ball, the athletes, you know. You, you know that feeling like when you get heat exhaustion or you feel like you're about to pass out from the heat and it's like you can't even catch your breath in your chest? Yeah. I imagine just laying on your couch in the AC, cool, and feeling that same feeling. That's what it felt like for me. 
Like, like something just sitting mm. on my chest for like a month. And I'm just sitting here like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Tough, you know, you know, so, and you know, look, like you, you know, this is a time where we all got to come together and I was blessed myself. Like I have family and I have friends that look out for me, you know, that checked on me. Marlon was one of them, you know, my parents, stepmoms, uncles, everybody, aunts, you know, they all came through. Like you said, guardian angels, man, because that's all we could be to one another right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, look, we eventually get back to work, you know, and now, I know evictions were kicking back off in August, but now, you know, you got a CDC mandate where they're saying no evictions until the end of the year. Yeah. But, you know, you can still, your, your rent's still accruing though. Like they ain't forgiving that rent. They're going to yeah. want that money. And no, the people that's in effect, the people that are no. in effect is definitely the, the, the regular people. The people that's, you know, frontline workers that's not working for whatever reason, you know, so. Man, it's good. definitely good to hear that, man. So, so with the CFL season, what's the, what's the word on that? Because I haven't I, I haven't really looked at it too much. So, I have they said when it's going to start up or something. So, you know, we can get the info on when when to check in and when to tune in. Man, we ain't getting that, man. That's it, bro. They uh, canceled the season. Okay. Um, next year, man. So, uh, Ooh. so so, but they're you know they're, they're doing a back pay, man. So you know they they're, oh. they're taking care of us, man. You that's know, good. They, that's they're, good. They're, with the CFLPA had to fight for that for us, man, because they wasn't trying to do that, bro. Right. They're trying to hold on to every dollar. They're trying to hold on, dog. Like, like, come on, man. We got American players down here that's struggling, dog. We we don't want to make y'all leave, bro. Right. We make it. We man, and not to say, but we make we make up good. No. To the league, dog. Y'all do. That's the thing. Y'all do for sure. Yeah. But what's crazy is they got Canadian players that was getting paid because they was from Canada, and you know we down here struggling, dog. Like they get a package, but we can't get nothing. Like mm -hmm. what? And then like I filed for uh, unemployment for Canada. Still haven't even seen that yet, bro. And when was so this? You like, uh, you you uh, filed? When was this? Shit, I filed this in April. April, bro. Yeah. And it's September. Hey, we September. Wait, we in September. That's yeah. Damn, bro, that ain't the way to go. Right. So I had to just pray to God, and you know, and and I have to go. I'm glad I did it, bro. I'm glad I did what I did, man, because I got the help, bro. I'm not afraid to ask for help, man. And that's Absolutely. what a lot of people need to understand, man. Especially men, man. Especially us black men. We need to. We need to. Don't be afraid, bro. Ask for help. It's okay to ask for help, man. We ain't got to be fucking macho man every time, dog. Ask for help. It's that's okay. You're not weak. You're not weak if you asking for help, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah, man. like. That took a lot of courage, though, man, because, you know, you speaking out like that is, is respectful. You know what I'm saying? Because that person, like, nah, I don't know about my business. But the fact that you say, you know what, I'm going to speak up for somebody else because I have this platform. I'm going to use it. Like, I don't care what y'all say about me. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. So kudos to you, bro, because that took a That's lot of courage. Really I mean, you know, I, I feel like we live in an era now where speaking up is, is, is more respected. Because we know yeah. just looking back, you know, especially as black men that speak up, you know, you, you're either you're either disregarded or you're a threat. There you go. That's it. it it's one way or another. It's never, you, you know, your feelings are validated. Your emotions are validated. And it hasn't been for a long time. And we've seen, you know, the progression. And, you know, the biggest name when it came to speaking up was Cap. Yeah. In our generation, you know, we look back on him. And first him him right. doing it five years ago. So, you know, now we look at it and like, you know, we see that there, there's there's recognition for when you speak up and you get things done, and you move things along. So that's that's a beautiful thing, man. And it's it's just inspiring because we all need to be more com committed to doing that. Yeah. 
So now, with that, looking at so so right now, what's what's the future for Delvin Bro? Because I see the Bro Show gear, I'm all about it. We follow the pages, you know. Mm-hmm. We share the stuff. We you know we all about black men creating black businesses and black wealth and doing that for our families. But as far as like football and sports and things like that, where are you at? You know, and I, I, I'm not trying to get in too much because I don't know what you can share as far as that goes. But I'm sure the goal is to get back and play, to get on the field again, right? Yeah, man. Um, you know, that's my goal, man. I still have another year on the contract with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So okay. I'm, uh, I'm preparing for that, man. You know, I'm, okay. I'm getting my mind prepared for that. Um, but also I'm, I'm, I'm working on my entrepreneurial stuff too, right? right. Um, I'm working on my book that I'm, I'm going to have published in a, in a couple months, a couple weeks. Um, and nice. I'm also working on a documentary, man, that, that's that's going to be pretty uh, near and dear to my heart, man, to, to get my story out there, man. And, and yeah. you know, yeah. I finally got somebody to to pick it up, man. So, uh, you know, we gonna, that's what I'm working on, man, and, and working on just entrepreneurial stuff, man. My business, like I said, my clothes, got that on my son's birthday, uh, his third birthday in April, man. So, uh, you know, it's pretty dope, man. I'm, I'm just trying to take it one day at a time, man, and um, and, and not rush anything. Bro, that's fine, man. Cause like you would think that these professional football players, they get paid all like, millions of dollars, and after that, they're done, they're good. But to see the fact that you are taking the next step of own your own business, you know, putting your stuff out there, man, that's that's pretty dope, man. So that's yep. what's up. That's you know, it's tough too, man. You know, being able to you know, um, not not being able to have a lot of support in that field, right? Because when I first started the branding uh, with my clothing, a lot of people wasn't giving me that that niche I needed that oh bro you need this machine get that machine they mm-hmm. sit up there like oh I don't know you got to go figure it out yourself like what come right. on man like okay yeah. I said you know what there's YouTube right. so I went and got yeah. on YouTube man and me and my brother's name and we got that junk down and we started making our own stuff bro like because you, you got to do stuff for yourself man you can't rely on nobody else that's what I learned you can't rely on nobody else you got to get it done yourself you know, so, uh, and that's what's making me push. Think about it. It's just like football. I have to grind. I have to work out. I have to, you yeah. know, do sit-ups, push-ups, get strong to play the game, right? Entrepreneur, entrepreneur is the same thing. I still have to put my mind to it. I have to stay up and do work. I have to, you know, go to business meetings. I have to fly here. You know, you got to be on time for things. So, right. you know, it's, it's the same, man. It's just a grind. It's a hustle. It's a hustle, huh? Absolutely, man. Look. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that and with the business aspect what's one thing you know that you've learned that you've gotten you know that you feel like is that nugget that kind of made the difference to really get you to doing it besides you know obviously learning the work and the ethic and things like that never give up man um always have that faith in yourself always believe never give up man um, the best is always, you know, right behind that next brick wall, that next layer, right? The man was saying, just, just, just believe in yourself, you know, um, you know, never stop fighting, man. Just always, uh, my, my, my motto is not dead, can't quit, you know? Um, mm. And I got that from one of my guys. He's a Navy SEAL named Richard Makowitz. And, um, you know, he, he passed away. He was a Navy SEAL, man. But that was something that stuck out with me, man. Not dead, can't quit. Right. Man, y'all understand, bro. bro. This man, listen to me, dog. This, bro, man, it be tiresome, dog. Like. And, and this is what I want for the entrepreneurs to know out there, man, and the people that's out there hustling. Keep hustling, man. Man, keep hustling. You know, um, um, even if um, you don't post some days, you know, make sure you get next week and post all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry about what people are telling you about posting and how you post too much. Okay, well, don't follow me. You know, this is an entrepreneur thing. This is a business. That's fair. Thing. It's work. It's family, right? It's, 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 it's for you to take care of your family, man. Like, if you ain't going to support, then don't say nothing negative, you know? Like, it's, that's, that's just what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So one thing I saw that I thought was interesting, I thought it would be a cool something cool coming full circle. You had posted about uh, coaching at LSU. 
And I was like, man, that, that kind of brings it full circle because you go there, you get there, you don't get a chance to play, but then you get a chance to come back, you know, have to possibly have an opportunity like that, campaigning for something like that. Man, you know, coaching for the team, that brings it back full circle because then not only did you leave your mark as, you know, you, you, you left your mark as, as a student there, as a player there, you know, you were there. Now if you had the opportunity to leave your mark as a coach there as well, you know, that's not something a lot of people do. So what, what kind of brought that out for you? What, was that just something like, you know, a passing thought? Or is that something you're really like, you know, I, I, would, I would really love to be in that position as a coach at LSU? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's, uh, that's one of the things I want to do. Um, you know, once football over with for me, and, you know, I got my businesses and stuff up and running, I, I want to co- coach, man. Um, and, and I thought it would have been a great opportunity to, to coach at LSU, right? You know, I, I still have some connections and some plugs. And due to COVID, I needed work, right? So yes. I'm like, man, I don't do whatever. Mm-hmm. I coach right. at LSU. I, I'm just trying to find opportunities for me, man, because because I know my situation. Man. A lot of people don't know everybody's situation. I know mine, so I'm just trying. I was hustling, bro. I'm trying to hustle, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a hustle, man. It's a grind, man. And um, and like I said, I have a three-year-old son, bro. I, I can't let him see me laying on my ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got to show him how to go get it. You know, he keep asking me, Dad, where you at, Dad? Where you at? When I'm going to say, I'm like, bro, I, I'm, I'm working to get you the big toys. That's you know what I'm saying? Let that dad work so I can get you big toys and stuff like that, man. So, you know, it's cool, man. Yeah, man. So you want to be a DB coach or no matter what you want to do over there at LSU? Um, well, I, I, I want to be DB coach, but, you know, I, I want to get on where I can, you know. Um, I yeah. want to go back and get my degree and, um, you know, hopefully all that works out to where, um, you know, I can get a, get a GA position over there, man, and learn from Corey Raymond, you know, learn under mm-hmm. Coach O and, and, and uh, Dave Aranda and those guys, man. Um, but, but you know, it's opportunities, right? You know, I, well, I have yeah. to wait till they give me a call and, and, and take advantage of that. So um, I'm patient on that. But while that's going, and I, I got to do some other stuff too, right? You know, I, yeah, I can't absolutely. just sit still, man. I have, to, I have to keep grinding. And when that opportunity comes, uh, I'm going to jump on it. There you go. That's it. So looking, looking forward, I mean, so you're not, you're not playing football right now, but you're definitely getting ready to be watching football like many of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the season starts in like a week, man. A lot of stuff has happened lately. You know, you see Fournette getting cut from Jacksonville, you know, and all of a sudden. That was, I mean, that just, it it just, it blows my mind to see a guy, you know, and I'm a a numbers guy. I always have been. Like, I look at the stats, you know, Fournette, Fournette almost won me my fantasy championship last year. I mean, he had like he had like ninety percent of the running back share. Like nobody touched the ball other than him. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know. That's what I'm Mari, saying. Let it, Mari, let it go. Let it go. You lost. Let it go. Uh, let see, let it go. see, he's a he's a hater. But he's anyway, a hater. Yeah. he's a hater. So I'm also know. I'm also a Saints hater, by the way. Just so you know, uh, Delvin. See this guy. He's a he's a I'm, Philly I'm fan. fan. Brian Dawkins right there. Yeah, you know. But hold yeah. on, though. Wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. Now, Delvin did admit on his uh his article he is also an Eagles fan. Yeah, I'm a big, right? I'm a big Philly, big Philly fan at heart, man. Absolutely. There you go. Brian Dawkins is my favorite player. Um, yes. but, but what made me get into Philly was uh Lito Shepard, man. Hey, you know, Lito Shepard, man. He was just he was a solid corner, bro. Man, yeah. And when Asante was playing there, man, you know, mm-hmm. the, man, listen to me, man. I, man, I've been a big, big Eagles fan, man. You know, mm-hmm. Brian Westbrook days, all the way yeah, back, man. Man, you know, 
Bang, you know, so Jeremiah Trotter, you know, all yeah. those guys. Ty, like, Ty Pinkston, James Thrash. Hey. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Bobby yes. Taylor, Troy Denson. <laughs> Boy, I remember them boys, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, look, so I've been an Eagles fan, man, so that's dope, man. I know I was a little mad with you too because the interception you had in 2015. What, what, so first off, like your outlook for the Saints because we see, we see what's going oh, on, Jesus. you know. Hey, you know, you can, you can moan and groan over there in your corner all you want, that's fine. You know, eventually your son will come over to the light and he's gonna be a Saints fan too, and it'll be okay. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be damned. Go ahead. So, you know, looking at the team, looking at everything that's going on, you know, the, the supposed Kamara situation. And now I think uh, there was a report from Schefter earlier that the Saints were pushing real hard to sign Clowney. And I'm like, mm. like, hey, I'm with it. Like, I, yeah, you know, what, you know, you got to look at what it's going to cost at the end of the day because it's, it's, a, it's, it's a money game. Yeah, I ain't got no but, money. Right. <laughs> right. And, and that's Clowney, you know. Well, Clowney was probably one of the top, top – he, what, was he the top free agent Um. Acquisition? I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, he was the top. He was, yeah. he, he was. There wasn't really anybody else up there at his level that was going to command the type yeah. of money. Because I think at the beginning of the free agency, they was talking about like between twelve and sixteen or something like that a year, you know. And that's that's DN money. Uh, that's good. I, I actually like that fit, man. Um, yeah. him opposite Cam because think about it. We don't. We didn't. We've since I've been there in fifteen, man. We we didn't have no dominant two headed mind. Right. at the defensive end position, right? right? You know, we had guys, you know, getting hurt, going in, coming, feeling. Man, we had Hal Kikaha. Yeah. Um, uh, we had Hal Kikaha. Um, we had um, my boy Mitch Laven. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a whole bunch of guys doing rotation, man. And, yeah. you know, we never had guys solidified. So, I, I like Davenport as well, man. And I think yeah. I think if, if we get clowny, man, I think that's going to be it, bro. Yeah. Oh, duh. don't say we. Don't say that, bro. Don't say that. If don't say we. If we get clowny, come on If we get clowny. Cause you know y'all not gonna sign a Marlon, so let's just not even. No. Let's just, he's not going to Philly. It's okay. If we if we sign him, if I get hurt, I mean, all, everybody on our team get hurt. So I mean, you know. So so jo jokes aside, we have a running bet on, and I I never want to see a player get hurt. I mm -hmm. you know I know injuries are part of the game. That's it. That's 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 life. If you've ever played football, you've probably played with a bump or bruise or sprain or something like that at a different time or another. But you know, it's it's a running joke. Like for between Marlon and I, I'm like, I want Wentz to finish the season, but if he doesn't, I just want a bottle of crown. <laughs> to be fair, he played all 16 game, games last year. He's got hurt by dirty play by Clowney. By Clowney. I know no, I'm not gonna go back there. We're past that. I wanna go back He's there. He's having flashbacks. So, so look. <laughs> Y'all boys. Uh, got, got me emotional. Go ahead, Del. Go to uh, Martin. I'm, I'm so, go ahead. so looking at looking at everything and then looking at, you know, Teddy and Carolina now. Atlanta kind of just Atlanta's just Atlanta, you know, but they're they're still them. They're still Matty Ice, they're still Julio, 
you know, you got Ridley, you got, you know, that, that core together. And then they're adding, uh, I want to say they added uh, Gurley at running back. You know, and then you look at Tampa. Like literally Tampa, Tampa reminds me of like the Cowboys from the 80s and 90s where it's like we got a blank check. We're just buying everybody we can. Buying everybody. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know, hey, we'll, we'll take the cap penalties. Delvin, who you got for NFC South? Who you got? The Bucks or the Saints for NFC South? Who you got? Man, I got who that all day. There we go. Oh, see. Jesus. Yeah, I got who that. Hey, hey, Buccaneers look like Cleveland on paper last year, man. They do. Oh, no, they, no, do. they do. They look like Cleveland. They look, they good. Like a they look good, man. They, they look do. good. What I mean, was that year? Got... What was that year? Philly looked really good on paper and didn't play well. They they everybody. Team. Don't go there. Yeah, Don't go there. Namdi. They had everybody, man. So, yeah. No. But look, but look. Let me tell you this, though. We got a ring. So, hush. Mm, Finally, the one McNabb missed out on. But so <laughs> Yeah, I'm Ray Warren. He met Brian Dawkins. Hey, Go absolutely. Ahead. So <laughs> just so besides so what do you think? What do you see the Saints? Obviously, you know, we're all we're I think we're in agreement that Saints are gonna win the NFC South. Because I mean, even when you put a team together like that, there still has to be a certain level of cohesion. Like you have to get everybody on the same page. You know, Gronk's been out of football for two years. And don't get me wrong, getting out of shape, but you got to get the first few hits out the way. Like, you know, you got to, you know, Brady, a lot of people are questioning his arm strength towards the end of the year. But when you have receivers like Godwin, when you have people like Mike Evans, O.J. Howard at tight end with Gronk, and then you add Fournette, who became a much better running receiving running back last year, you know, I think any weaknesses that Tom may have in his arm, it's covered at some point. You know, so, but like I said, you still got to, you still got to get together. So, I see them having a few missteps maybe the first six weeks, and then it's going to be the race to the top of the NFC South between them two. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. But but like you say, they have to gel first, right? Yeah. You know, they have to gel, man. If they don't have that 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 um, that um communication down pat, man, and if their defense ain't playing, you know, uh, yeah. uh, well, you know, but they've been playing pretty well. The, um, the defense was the strong part last year. Absolutely, absolutely. So if they can continue that, man, with the with the acquisitions of these guys that they got on offense, man, they're gonna be tough. But but I think the Saints gonna be dog. The Saints don't back down, bro. Like man, all. you got Lattimore checking Evans, that's covered. Yeah. Man, you got Norris Jenkins check, checking Chris Godwin, that's covered. covered. You got motherfucking Marcus Williams back there playing in my post, and you got Jenkins covering the tight end. Yep. Yeah, we got two tight ends. We got the uh, but shit, I, I I trust I trust Demario Davis. Yeah. Oh, I trust uh one of them outside backers to cover OJ Howard, man. Yeah. Man, we gonna be good. We good. We good. So you can get the two balls. Look, they gonna look, look, and we got PJ. So they yeah. gonna put PJ in the slot. I already yeah. know where they're gonna put PJ in the slot to cover the tight end. I know. I he know. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's what they're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. So are you saying Saints gonna Super Bowl? Uh, unless we have Chauncey, unless we have Chauncey Gardner, right? If yeah, Chauncey Gardner. Nice. I like him. I like I like him. I like him. I wish we dropped him last year. Like, I, yeah. I really like Chauncey Gardner. Yeah, he was he was good. So I'm saying, so Delvin, do you yeah. think the Saints are going to Super Bowl? Um, I want them to, but it's a lot of it's a lot over there man it's a lot going on um i want them to man i, I want them to because it's going to be big for the city of new orleans man um but i, I don't think they're going to win it i don't i don't think they're going to win it this year man um it, it, you know i i just don't think so 
So what's your prediction in the Super Bowl? Who's, who's going to be in there? Uh, uh man, to be honest with you, I don't even know, man. I think at least KC going to go back again. going to be tough. Um, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, I, I love Cam Newton in that Patriots uh, system over there, man. I think they're going to work. I think they're going to work. I think they're going to work around him, man. I think they're going to they're going to uh, build a system for him, a scheme yeah. for him. Um, Bill Belichick is a dog, man. He's a mastermind, yeah. and so I, I like New England in that AFC. It's going to be tough between them and KC. So I, I like I like I, I take the Pats over there in, in, in AFC and um and in, in the NFC, man. Whew. I mean, because the NFC is like six teams deep that can make it. Right, that, man. You, know, you talk about the AFC, you say Baltimore, KC, New England, and it's kind of – it thins out a lot after that. Absolutely. You, you're talking NFC, you're talking New Orleans, Tampa as a contender, Seattle. You're talking Green Bay. San Fran. San Fran. San Fran. The, the Rams. You got you to gotta count the Rams in for something. No, no, no. I mean, but you can't you can't count them out, like you know, because there's a chance they can pull off their division. I mean, I mean, you know, you can't. No, you, can't you got count them out. you got you got San Fran that division. You got San Fran, Seattle. No I know, but, but they they all compete with one another. I mean, because let's be real, Russ's weapons they're coming together. They're they're becoming better with his receivers and everything. Because he went like two years with really nobody. They're young, yeah. right? Yeah, they're yeah, young they too. they all young. You know, because he lost, you know, you, Sherman was gone on defense. Browner was gone several years before that. You know, then who did he have? Lynch retired. You know, they had Jimmy Graham. He was gone. You know, who did he have as a receiver? Lockett left. Uh, who was the other receiver that he had? Both of them left. And now he yeah. got Shark. Uh, no, Metcalf, Metcalf. DK, DK Metcalf. Metcalf. Yeah, he Metcalf. got Metcalf. Yeah. And uh, I can't and, remember uh, the other guy's Lockett. name. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett. And then, you know, Disley got hurt last year, tore his ACL. He's still coming back from that. That's on your team, by the way. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, and then they signed, you know, they signed the never-aging Greg Olson. He's been playing for seven years. That's crazy. So, hold on. I got to ask you. So, Dell, who was the toughest wide receiver you ever faced in the NFL? Because, I mean, you faced really good ones. Man, Julio Jones, by far, man. Yeah, man, I man that, dude, that dude, an animal, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. Like I get tired of talking about number eleven, man. Yeah, he's an animal, man. He's a dog, man. He's a monster, bro. Um, and and the next best receiver, I would say, mm, man, how that man. gave me a talent that was just like, hey, pound, pound for pound, every snap is Julio block. He ran right. routes. He right. can catch. Right. He do man, he do it all. He man. do it all. He's I, a complete I, I receiver. Seen, he's a true receiver. I, I haven't met a receiver that did everything he did, bro. All right, I so played against Odell. Right Odell. Odell didn't come block. You know, you know, he he was a finesse, right? You know, he, mm -hmm. he didn't want to block Ty Hilton. That was a bad guy. I, I slipped twice. I don't know how the hell I fell twice in that game. <laughs> but I but I clamped his ass. I was clamping his ass, man. I had Ty. I had his number. Yeah, I, I get hats off to Ty man. He's a dog as well, man. Right? You know, hats off to Ty man. Uh, if I get some better cleats, Ty, you have to see me in the parking lot, dog, on the neutral ground. <laughs> we had to go on the neutral ground. On the neutral ground. I'm gonna yeah. take it to the neutral ground. There it is. <laughs> Facts. Okay, so right now, who's the best wide receiver in the game right now? Mike T. 
That is. I, I give you that, that is. Mike T, dog. That you is. know, I, I practice against him, man. He's a he's an animal too, man. He's up there with Julio, bro. Okay. I mean, you know, and I I think everybody, fans, as fans, we have these conversations. And you know, being a New Orleans fan, you never want to give a Falcon credit. You never, you never want to give Absolutely not. You, Absolutely you, not. You never want to give a Falcon credit, but you gotta respect what he does. Julio been playing for a while. He's been good since he came in. He Julio has never been bad. And I feel like, you know, the one knock on Julio has been the touchdown numbers the last few years. But, you know, that's not so much him as as where the team gets and how far they go. Julio still put up numbers. Julio mm-hmm. still putting up catches. He's still putting up thousands of yard seasons. So, you know, we know Julio is a complete receiver on that aspect. And like you said, he blocks. He runs the routes. There's nothing he can't do. And I feel like, you know, the only reason he's not getting the touchdown numbers is, you know, maybe I, I quarterback play or the team or whatever's going on. But they're not winning games either. You know, when, you're a, perennial, when you're a perennial 8-18, eight and 18, you know, that's what it is. You, you, you know, that's you're not going to, you know, so yeah. But, uh, you know, Marlon, yes, Michael Thomas. What? Michael no, Thomas. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to be real. Who do you like? Who do no. you like, Marlon? DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, come on, man. Somebody would just say, I'll say this. DeAndre, hey. DeAndre is beautiful to watch. DeAndre, DeAndre can outrun you. He can outrun no, 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 you. No, 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 no. But we talking about, no, we talking about. Who outrun who? Who outrunning who? Darrell Reeves. It was like 2014 or 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. He had like three touchdowns that game. But listen, tell me, I played against D-Hop personally. I respect that. I respect that. But Man. I'm a Saint-Tater, so I got to sit to my guns. But no. Michael Thomas, no. Go ahead. But here's the thing. D-Hop, D-Hop, he's not, he's not a one-trick pony, but he's not a complete receiver either. Like, if you watch Michael Thomas, you see the routes he runs. There's not a route on the route tree that that man can't run. There's not a thing sure. he can't do. Sure. And, you know, y'all can, people can knock Michael Thomas all he wants. When a man averaged like 11, 12 yards a catch, eight or 10, oh, no. eight or, eight or 10 touchdowns a year, when he catches 80% of everything thrown at him, don't nobody do that. I say because Drew Brees is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Let's realize that. Drew Brees, this, this boy, you on point. He has to catch the ball. He that's still got to catch the ball. That's it. No, I'm saying. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying, like, quarterback play does help. And it, he should not have gotten to Devontae Parker. That shit was some, some bullshit. You saw that shit? <laughs> That was some bullshit. Like, yeah, nothing to do with you. It's a simple question. What's tougher? Catching on Stephon Gilmore or defending the pass from uh, Michael Thomas? But I was like, oh, Stephon Gilmore. I see him twice a year. People got his feelings. You can't sit at my table. Hey, bro, come on, man. Yeah, Drew Brees is your quarterback. Stop it. Stop hey, it. Wow. So, so you penalizing the man because he has a great quarterback. He still, like, if you, he still catches. He catches eight or ten. Oh, no, no. He catches eight out of ten balls thrown his way. No matter who's on him, who's on him. It, it doesn't matter. matter. So, Mike Tia, so, dog. I, hey, he a dog. Yeah, you got it. I admit yeah. he's good. He's number one overall receiver. That's all I'm saying. He's good. He's all right. You know, you see, this is this is what I have to deal with. People, people that don't respect the numbers. Y'all, Saints fans, piss me off. That's why. Man, look, hey, you know me. I give credit where credit's due. Just as much as I'm a Saints fan, I'm I'm well no, not just as much. Let me not let me not just let me not say that. You know, I've been a Patriots fan too for a very long time. I got a chance to meet uh Brady 
uh, at Kurt Warner back when they had the Super Bowl in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And you, they, they brought a bunch of the kids in from high schools to be in a halftime show right after 9-11. So we got a chance to meet Brady and Warner and the teams. And who didn't love the greatest show on turf? The Saints weren't very good. So, you know, if you could watch Tory Holt, Nice and Bruce, and Marshall Falk and Kurt want to tear it up, you know, that's what you did. I was, I was but, team back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're getting a chance to meet Brady and him stepping in after Brunel, uh, not Brunel, but uh, the other quarterback. I can't recall. Bledsoe? Bledsoe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Him, him stepping in after Bledsoe got hurt and, you know, never letting it go for like two decades. There you go with that shit. Yeah. So, Devin, who's the best cornerback right now in the game right now? Who you think? Best corner. Right now? Mm-hmm. Right now. Stephon Gilmore, man. That's not. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I like Gilmore, but I like Gilmore and I like Lattimore right after that, man. I mm-hmm. love Lat, man. Something about Lat game is just, you know, it, it excites me, man. Um, I, w- I just wish he can get a little bit more physical because I know he can. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I wish Lat can play a little bit more physical, man. Um. But I, I think, yeah, Stephon Gilmore, I like Tredavious White too, man. You know, I've been watching his game, you know, uh, his last couple games last year, man. He, he been, man, that dude, that can play, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can what, play. Uh, what about Darius Slay? You think he right? I like D Slay. I like D Slay. He at the coach now, huh? No, yeah, Philly. We traded for him. Oh, you got V at Philly. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You got a little something, something over there. What, what, kind of de- what kind of defense Philly run? It's uh, 4-3. Uh, Jim Schwartz is a wide nine. Uh, he gonna so. fit good. Yeah, he's yeah, he gonna be straight. Ah, oh, man, all right, we good. He top five to me though. There we go. So I got here. I got buzzers from Devin Bro. We good. I'm good. He's so happy that you told him that yeah. right now. Like, he feels so good <laughs> about it. No, it's, it's the truth, man. No, I, yeah. Hey, look, Slay should be a 90 overall on Madden, too, man. Oh, my God. And I don't know why they playing my dog. Bro, I don't even I don't even want to talk about Madden. I just I, – I, I can't do it. I just I, – I stepped away from it, you know, several years ago, and I just came back to it, and I'm just like, you know what, it's just – it's not for me anymore. I, I've gotten to that point where I'm, I'm – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm original Madden, like, 2004, 2005 – you know, Vic on the cover, you know, give me that man. Give, give me that yeah. man. You know, give me give me Julius Peppers <laughs> and Javon Curse. You know, give me those guys. Oh. You know, you yes, know. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know, Freak. but you know, now, man, playing Madden now, look, I used to be good. I play online and stuff like that. Now I was I was I was okay. Now I just get my ass handed to me. And you know what? I don't need that type of depression. I don't need that type of negativity in my life. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need that type of negativity in my life. You know, it's it's it's. I'll play in a franchise here or there, but you know, they talk about the ratings and the games broken and this that. You know, there's a million complaints about it. I'm like, when do we get an EA football game? Thank when, you. When do when do we get like with T.O. on the cover? You know, when when can we get that one? Because that was one of the greatest football games I ever played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nah, yeah. Yeah, that, well, that, well. That the, the, the 2K? Yeah, NFL 2K. 2K. Uh, okay. You know, I'll take, yeah. well, yeah. take Madden. Yeah. Well, I'll take Madden without I'll take Madden without all the issues. I'll take Madden. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm I'm have to send it to you, man. A video of a buddy of mine in a league I'm in. He uh he went to kick a field goal and he faked it 
and they kept tackling him for three minutes. Wow. Just on and on and on and on and on. Like he That's kept going down. He fumbled the ball. He would pick it back up and they hit him again. Pick it back up and hit him again for three minutes. Then I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mad- Madden too expensive. Madden costs you about a hundred bucks right now. I ain't got time for all that. Nah, nothing working right. So, so uh, Devil, who you got in the NBA championship this year? I actually like my Lakers, man. That's why I'm out here in LA, man. I love LA. I'm man. Man. You know, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm hey. with the Lakers. Man. I'm with the Lakers. I, th- I so, think Bronny gonna pull it off, man. I think Grandpa Bronny gonna pull it off, man. Yeah, man. Okay, so how many games against the Clippers? You think what five, six, seven, or what? Because it's gonna happen. We play the Clippers. It's gonna happen. So how many games you gonna say? I think they're gonna play all the way out. I think they're gonna, gonna go all the way to seven. Yeah. Oh Jesus. I think, I think they're gonna go all the way to seven, man. How many does it take to get past Houston? I say five. By, by, by five. Yeah, by five. Yeah, by five. Cause they have no if answer for AD. Right? If Houston clicking, right? If Houston on. It's gonna be seven, dog. Yeah, you know. I think you boy gonna wear out the uh, Harden. He always does in the playoffs. Like this round two, he's finished the game seven, and the first round, I think he can get exhausted by like game three, game four. He'll be like, man, I can't do it no more. I mean, Russ can only do so much. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be probably five, probably five, and then you see the Clippers, bro. I hope no game seven because that's gonna be ridiculous. And then, I, 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 all right. my opinion, right? You know. You know, I know, I know a lot of a lot, look. Paul George got a lot of flack lately for, for not, not showing up. So you know, it, it, look, it may it may be closer than what people think. I'm saying, like seven games scares me. I ain't gonna lie. Just uh, got there was there was Bayless. Think about Skip Bayless, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna piss me off, man. man. That dude pissed me off every week. I swear. Like he hate he hate LeBron. He hates Philly. Like I just, like, bro, you do the most. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I'm glad we all see that. You know, he, I think I, you know, Skip. You, you either love him or you hate him, and, he, and he's I hate paid. Him. He's paid to be slightly contrarian. Like that's what that's what he get paid to do. You know, he's paid to be a Dallas fan. He's paid. You know, and you know, I know he was in Dallas sports for a while. But that's who Skip is. Like you know, he's he's the foil to Shannon Sharp. I love Shannon Sharp yeah. though. You know, that's, that's the opposite. You know, I, I just wish I wish we had a lot more. You know, sports reporters like Shannon. You know, who who kept it one hundred, who kept it real, spoke about real topics, and you know, tried to be as impartial as ever. You know, man, and maybe we see you on TV someday doing it. Maybe, maybe that's the, that's the bro show at some point. Yes, sir. Man, it, hey, if it happens, man, if God God allow it, man, you know, I'm willing to take those necessary steps, man. But God, it, it has to be God's plan, right? It has Absolutely. to be God's. So, yeah, if it's there, man, I, I don't mind being up there talking with, with Skip and Shannon one day, man. That'd be double sell, man. Hey, bro, uh, yeah. That'd be lit. That'd be lit. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see that, man. But, man, look, you know, we're going we're gonna to get a little closer to wrapping up here, man. We definitely appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on with us, being here with us, you know. You got any tidbits or nuggets of wisdom out there for anybody listening that you that you can share? Yeah, man. Um, like like I said, just continue to keep dreaming. 
Um, you know, go after your dreams, man. Chase your dreams. Don't let nobody defer you from your dreams. Follow your vision, right? You have a vision. Write that thing down. Put it in your mind. Talk about it. Speak about it. You know, pray about it, man. Um, don't don't let nobody take your vision away from you. Always dream big and go big. Remember, not dead can't quit. Not, not dead, dead can't quit. Can't... Thanks. That's beautiful, man. Hey, well, look, we appreciate it, sir. We know you got more business to get out to. I know Callie's a couple hours behind us. So, man, you go ahead and get to it. We appreciate it. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you again, brother. We truly appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you all. And ladies and gentlemen, that was our interview with Mr. Delvin Bro, formerly of sure. the New Orleans Saints, member of the Hamilton, uh, player for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And that's another one. Yes, sir. Peace. And that's another episode. Give us a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Daily Dollar Show Podcast. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more.